You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Father, we thank you for this new podcast episode. We thank you for what you are doing to every listener as a result of it. We thank you that you are doing exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask, all we can think, all that we can dream, according to the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. And so, Father, I just release the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. My prayer is that this podcast would draw people to worship Jesus, to glorify Jesus, to get excited about the gospel and about who they are in Christ and what it means to be a new creation. And that, Father, you would speak directly, clearly, and succinctly to every single person, Father. Give them what they need and catapult them, Father, into greater intimacy with you, to greater experience of their union and of the reality of the kingdom that dwells within them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, in the last episode, I, man, I dove off the deep end, didn't I? Into the topic of supernatural mind renewal and kind of this introduction foundational message around the foundational truth of what we are actually renewing our minds to. And so I don't want to spend a ton of time on this episode rehashing the things that I talked about in the last episode. So if you haven't yet listened to that episode, definitely go back and listen to it before you hop into this one. Not that you can't get something out of this one without it, but it just will give you some context that, you know, I'm I'm kind of building upon that context in today's episode. And so what I want to kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about in this episode about supernatural mind renewal is I want to I want to bring in a topic that I have definitely talked about on other podcasts but is worth mentioning right now. And the topic has to do with the way the lies that we believe, it's, let me say it this way, it's the effect that the lies that we believe have on our lives. And the effect that the lies that we believe have on our relationship with God. And the effect that the lies that we believe have on, honestly, how they affect Everything, really, in our lives. They affect our relationships. They affect our ability to prosper in every way. Third John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you would be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. And so soul prosperity, by the way, is just another Bible word for mind renewal. When we renew our minds to the truth and we eradicate the lies that are causing us to experience a life that is less than the one that Jesus died for us to experience in union with him, then, you know, that is what causes us not to prosper. What causes us not to experience abundant life, Jesus's life. And so lies are really the problem. You know, when I scroll through Facebook, 
or I listen to things, you know, in Christian world a lot of times. I honestly hear so much spiritual warfare language and things that we're blaming on the devil and I'm under attack. And, I, you know, I, I mean, that phrase, I'm under attack, is like a huge phrase. And it's, it's just a perspective and a perception that is uninformed. And when I say uninformed, I mean because the same people that are saying they're under attack usually are people that believe that the enemy is powerless or that believe that the enemy doesn't have any authority except what we give him or that they've read the scriptures, right? That all power is given to Jesus <laughs> and that he has a name above every name and that Jesus is seated far above powers and principalities and rulers of darkness. And, you know, and they would also agree that the only weapon the enemy has is the weapon of deception. And so it's almost, but they, it's like they don't put the phrases together. So if you're under attack, are you being deceived? If you're under attack, if the enemy is the father of lies, is he just lying to you? And that's you're under attack because you're believing a lie? And of course they wouldn't say that. But the truth is, that's exactly what's happening. That there is a deception involved that involves a lie. Because it truly is the only attack, the only weapon, the only thing that the enemy has left in his arsenal. He has to lie. He has to be subtle and he has to lie. And one of the biggest subtle lies he's told is that he's powerful enough to attack us with something besides that. Well, Shalise, what about sickness? What about, you know, just de demonic manifestations and all of those things? Well, I just want to say, I want to propose to everyone that's listening today that all of those things are rooted in lies. Those are all the fruit of the fall. They're all the fruit of Adam's disobedience of his rebellion and they have no legal right to exist in the believer's life now am I condemning people that are experiencing these things absolutely not but I am hoping that this podcast will help them renew their minds and get out of agreement with whatever lie is underneath all of that so that they can experience freedom so that they can know the truth and experience salvation. They can experience sozo. They can experience the deliverance that Jesus has accomplished on the cross. Now, I'm saying some real blanket statements by what I just said. These are very, you know, big universal truths that I'm sharing right now. And so if you are listening to this and you are struggling with physical sickness, you are struggling with mental things and depression or anxiety, please, please, please hear me. This message in no way is meant to condemn you or, or offend you or cause you to have any reaction whatsoever except I want to hear this, I want to know the truth, because I know Jesus died so that I did not have to experience this. And I also want to just further empathize with you 
to let you know that I have been there, that I do not believe everything perfectly. I don't know anyone that believes everything perfectly. And when I started on my mind renewal journey with the Holy Spirit, my mind was so filled with unbelief and lies and, and trauma and you name it, that I started with out at the place where I had been diagnosed as manic depressive. I was on medication for anti-anxiety medicine. I was on antidepressants. And so please, please hear me when I share these truths that this is meant to serve you on your journey of mind renewal and your journey of coming out of agreement with the deception and the lies of the enemy that he has imprinted in your subconscious mind, that he has fed you and spoon fed you over the course of your life. Frankly, that could be involved in genetic type things that there's so many things that this message is kind of generally addressed, you know, kind of sweeping over that. I just wanted to kind of have a little disclaimer before I continued But I also want to go back to the idea that spiritual warfare, if you want to truly do spiritual warfare, then renew your mind. If you want to defeat (laughs) whatever manifestation that is happening in your life that is not of God, whether that is poverty, whether that is anger, rage, whether that is addiction, whether that is, you name it. You name the flavor of manifestation that is not of God. And I will tell you that it's somewhere underneath that is an opportunity for your soul to prosper, an opportunity for your mind to be renewed. And supernatural mind renewal is about recognizing how the Holy Spirit works within the context of how he created the human mind and the brain to work so that we can think different and we can believe different and we can agree with the truth not just mentally ascending to it, not just saying, yes, I believe that, while still experiencing the opposite of that, but believe it, like really believe it at a subconscious level. Integrate that truth, assimilate that revelation until it becomes a part of who you are. And that process, again, is probably my... One of my, I already said it last time, I, you know, one of my top three topics to talk about, it's something I've been studying my entire life since really my, I've had to study it because there was so much that needed to be healed and transformed in my life. And so this concept of spiritual warfare, this concept of being under attack, I want to propose that the battle, this is something that Joyce Meyer said years ago, that the battlefield is in the mind. That the actual battle that that is being fought and waged is between our ears. 
And that when we renew our minds to the truth and we believe the truth, the battle ends. And the manifestation of the new truth and what we believe is what we actually begin to experience. In my own battle, for example, with my mind, it truly was the truth that there was nothing wrong with my mind that caused the manifestation of a sound mind to manifest in my own life. It was the recognition that I might have had a diagnosis of this and this, but in actuality, the truth is that I have the mind of Christ. That there is no Shalise apart from Jesus, therefore there is no me that is depressed. There is no me that is, ex- is anxious, that the real me is joyful, the real me is exuberant, the real me is seated in heavenly places right now and experiencing the character of Jesus and the emotions of Jesus, but it's just a spiritual reality. And my unrenewed mind has all of this programming that causes me to think depressed, most of it subconscious. It causes me to be anxious. And it's causing the manifestation of something besides the fruit of the Spirit. So that's kind of the first thought, (laughs) is that there is a truth that is true about who I am in Christ that trumps what I'm experiencing right now. And of course, the word of God, the Bible, the scriptures are where we find what is true about you and I. It's where we first hear about the gospel. And it is where we learn about the fact that we're a new creation, that we're joined to the Lord, that Christ is in us, and that's the hope of glory. And it's where we can begin to know what we're taking our thoughts captive to. Now, no matter what the issue is, let's just talk about it with physical healing. Let's just use that example with physical healing. What is the truth about me when I'm experiencing physical illness? Well, it's no different than the truth that was about me when I was experiencing emotional illness. Right? The truth is there is no you that is apart from Christ. And in Christ, you are healed, whole, and delivered. And... The reason it's important to recognize what is true and who you really are is because that is the truth that you're renewing your mind to. And if you understand mind renewal from a finished work perspective versus, you know, a lot of the things that we learn kind of out there in traditional inner healing world that isn't finished work perspective, it's a very different thing to try to get healed than it is to manifest that you're already healed. 
It is a very different thing for me to try to get healed from depression versus recognizing that the real me is not depressed. Now, it may sound a little bit like denial, but I want you to think about it in terms of spiritual reality versus material reality. That you may be sick sick, or physically ill in the three-dimensional reality when the truth is, spiritually speaking, you are completely healed. And if you know anything about the relationship between the spiritual realm and this 3D world, it's that the spiritual realm was the source of the 3D world. And so spiritual truth will trump 3D reality. But what makes it a little shady here is that Truth, and when I say truth, I'm not meaning like the truth of the gospel. I'm meaning what is true for you. What is true for you right now is what is determining your three-dimensional reality. And what I guess I mean by that is, it's kind of like that quote by Henry Ford is, Whether you believe you can do it or not, you're right. And what I mean by that is our thoughts and our beliefs and our subconscious programming and our minds, those are all not necessary. They're not physical things. I mean, can I... See physically what you believe in your brain? Well, actually, there are, <laughs> there is technology that can measure and look at your brain activity. And when certain neural nets fire, they can see that this part of the area of your brain is being activated. And truthfully, those neural nets indicate beliefs and indicate memories and indicate lies and truth that are being activated in your brain. But your mind itself is kind of like this intermediary, if you will, between spiritual reality and 3D reality. And that intermediate part of you that kind of bridges those two realms really is like this gateway to manifestation. So it's so important that we renew our minds to what not is just, it has to be what's true in Christ, not what's true to you right now. I want to give a a couple of examples here. You know, yesterday I was hearing from a mother who was sharing that she has a child that is on the spectrum, right? So has a diagnosis of autism. And this mother, some may say she's in denial. Others may say she's very wise. But she has refused to come into agreement with that diagnosis, And she has spoken the truth over that child 
from the beginning. And what she was sharing is that this child is almost at the place where there's no symptoms at all, specifically based on where they started. And it's a powerful testimony, and it's really no different than really what I did when I was healed or whatever you want to say of manic depression. It was truly a mind renewal, fight for the truth, battlefield of two realities, the three-dimensional reality and the truth of the gospel and the truth of what is true in Christ. And when I refused, similar to this mom did, to just believe, I just, I just came out of agreement that I might feel depressed, but I have the mind of Christ. I might have a symptom of anxiety right now, but I have the mind of Christ. And that very simple agreement is what ultimately manifests. It ultimately manifests. And if I had stayed in agreement with, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, if the mom had stayed in agreement, well, this, well, this is just what it is, well, then that's what I would still be experiencing. Now, I'm simplifying it just to make a point a little bit here. And I can say that there's a lot of different areas that this affects us in. As a last example, just really in this episode, I'm going to bring in the concept of the way that lies affect our relationship with God. And I'll give an example of this before we run out of time. This is actually an example from one of my eMERGE students. And this is not one of my eMERGE. It's actually all of my eMERGE students in one shape, form, or fashion. And it's actually all of all people <laughs> in some shape or fashion. And I want to just give this testimony just to prove the point. And then, you know, maybe we'll even pick it up next time with some more in-depth teaching on this. But we do not realize that... Our life experiences, the way we have experienced authority figures in our life, our relationships with our moms, our relationships with our dads, our relationships with other human beings have affected our ability to relate with God. And just a quick testimony about what this looks like and how mind renewal sets people free to experience greater dimensions of God is really exemplified in this, it was just, it just, just happened. So I'll share this one. And this particular student was, you know, the way they described it, it was like, they're just in just so much going on, so much turmoil and chaos and negative circumstances going on in their life. They said they just felt like they were just being swept up in a tornado. They could not hear God. And it was just, it was just too much. And so as we began to kind of invite the Holy Spirit into what was going on internally, the way it presented itself was truly as a tornado. And I just said, well, okay, imagine this tornado, and you're being swept in this tornado. And I said, can you see Jesus? Where is Jesus in this tornado? And she could see Jesus. He was down in the middle of the calm of the storm. (laughs) He was in the middle of that tornado. And I just said, Holy Spirit, help her get there. 
help her get to Jesus. And so, you know, it was kind of like she, the vision changed and the imagination changed and she was able to see like this parting of the tornado. And she was walking towards, she was trying to walk towards Jesus, but she kept getting swept away. And I just know from all of the work that I do as a transformation coach with people, coach with people, that there are really good reasons, subconscious reasons why people cannot connect with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so I just began to ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide her into all truth. I said, okay. I said, Holy Spirit, who does she need to forgive here? What is keeping her from being able to connect with Jesus? And the first person that came up is she needed to forgive herself. And she needed to forgive herself because why do we forgive ourselves? Because we are operating out of a separated mindset, out of the illusion of separation from God. And we have all these accusations against ourselves. And then, of course, there's condemnation and all these reasons why you're not worthy to connect with God. And so after I let her through that piece, well, she was able to get a little bit closer but couldn't get there. I said, okay, Holy Spirit, who else does she need to forgive? And then we went into forgiving her mom. And sure enough, as we began to forgive her mom, it came up that her mother had been distant. Her mother had uh, been emotionally unavailable. Her mother had made her, you know, caused her to feel as a child unloved and, and neglected and some other things. And so part of that process was really allowing her, the Holy Spirit showing her how her relationship with her mother was actually being projected onto God and that subconsciously she believed that God was like her mother. And so we cleared that out of the way. And boy, she was just right there, almost to Jesus, when we needed to go back in and ask the Holy Spirit, okay, who else, Holy Spirit, who else is keeping her from being able to connect with Jesus? And sure enough, it was her father. Her father had abandoned, been, you know, she'd been abandoned by her father. And, and again, we just forgave and we just asked the Holy Spirit to just remove all of the ways that she had been projecting an image of the father that was based upon projecting an image of the father onto the father that was based on the way her earthly father had related to her. Well, as we walked through this process, by the end of it, she was sitting in a lounger in the middle of a tornado, sitting with Jesus. And then we just had her melt right into Christ, that she was one with him, that she had access to his peace in the midst of any chaos, in the midst of anything that could be happening in her life, that she was safe and secure in him and that she could hide. She could hide in Christ. And so why am I sharing that? It's because that is an example of how mind renewal completely transforms our experience of God. And I see this over and over and over again. I've given just three examples today, experience of emotional healing in my own life, of of experiencing the, you know, complete freedom from diagnosis that came from, you know, ranged from manic depression and anxiety and those things. I, I gave an example of a mom who was through the process of renewing her mind and standing on the truth that her child was whole and healed is experiencing that. And then I gave this last example about how the lies that we believe 
at a subconscious level are affecting our ability to relate with God. And so, beloved, I, I pray that you're catching the things that I've shared today and, if nothing else, shift your perspective that you're not under attack. There is an area of your heart and your mind that is at some level believing a lie. You have been programmed with a way of thinking that is causing the emotional distress, that is causing or allowing or, I don't know, partnering with a 3D reality that is not your inheritance in Christ. And so let me pray this prayer for you. Father, I thank you that Holy Spirit is going to cause this message to come alive in the hearts of every person that heard it today and going to help them apply the concepts and apply the truth and the revelation that was shared to their own situation and to their own circumstance. And that this is... This is a truth, Father, that is a key. It's a part of the way of escape that you have made for them in whatever situation they may find themselves. And my prayer, Father, is that this would be an open door into the truth that sets them free. And that they would hear from you, that you would continue speaking to them, Holy Spirit, and leading and guiding them into all truth so that they can experience a 3D reality that matches the truth of what Jesus has accomplished. And I pray this and I expect it to be done because you're the one praying through me. And so we give you praise, we give you glory in Jesus' name. Okay, guys, well, thanks again for joining today's podcast. And I really do say yes and amen to the prayer that I just prayed. And I'm expecting breakthrough to come as a result of you listening to today's episode. God bless you. See you again soon. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit shalise.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at Shalice.com and watch Shalice's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.